Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey there, welcome to Dear Gabby. I'm your host, Gabby Bernstein. And if you landed here, it is absolutely no accident. It means that you're ready to feel good and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Let's get started. Welcome back to Dear Gabby. So happy to be with you guys this week. We have a lot to focus on today and all throughout this week and this season on cultivating a presence of gratitude and appreciation. I've often said that when you appreciate what you do have, you create more of what you want. (sighs) Take that in. When you appreciate what you do have, you create more of what you want. It's often that we spend so much energy and time focusing on what we don't want. And when we focus on what we don't want or we focus on what's lacking, ultimately, we are creating more of what we don't want. The fastest way out of getting yourself from what you don't want to what you do want is to focus on what is thriving, to focus on what is working, to focus on what is joyful in this present moment. So take a moment right now before we even begin the episode to think about one thing that you're grateful for in this moment, one thing that you can say is thriving. I'm super grateful just to be here right now with you, with my headphones on, my mic ready to rumble, knowing that I'm going to be able to bring you onto the show, the energy of this show, the vibration of this show, the fact that this show has created so much momentum for so many new listeners throughout the world, opening up their consciousness to awaken to a spiritual connection, to awaken to a personal growth relationship. This is what I'm grateful for most today. Taking that in, just taking in what it is to focus on the good stuff, it's a much simpler way to live. It's a much simpler way to live. Focus on what's thriving and you will create more of what you want. In addition, there's another element of this holiday season that we have to address, which is judgment, (laughs) family, judgment. One of the biggest blocks to our gratitude and appreciation is actually our judgment of others, and our judgment of ourselves. I wrote an entire book called Judgment Detox. The subtitle is Release the Beliefs that Hold You Back from Living a Better Life. This book is one of my most valuable books that I've ever written. 
It's also the book that most of my students and readers have not finished. And whenever I meet somebody that says, oh yeah, I'm a judgment detoxer and I've finished the six steps and I love it and I work it, I know that they're a hardcore student. I know that they are super, super duper committed. And if you're one of those folks out there who never finished the book, it just may not have been the time for you because this book asks a lot of you. It asks you to face the parts of yourself that are in judgment. It asks you to face the parts of yourself that are in ego, in fear, in separation. And looking at those wounded parts can be triggering for us. And that's why this is a very important book on how to look at, work with, and adjust our judgment without judgment of ourselves. Going through this process of undoing your judgments of others can't be another reason to attack and judge yourself. So as we open up the season to be with family, to connect, to even just be a human alive at this time with the insane divisive nature that we are living through. I I didn't think it could get worse after 2016. And man, it is worse. The division and negativity out there is wild. And so we, as Dear Gabby listeners, as spiritual students, as personal growth junkies, we have to do our part to heal our own perceptions and not live in that place of judgment and to do our work around it so that we can have a freer flowing energy so that we can feel more connected and so that we can be a force of light in the world when the darkness is quite dark at this time. That's the truth and that's where we're at, but we have the power to change it and alchemize it in our own life. So the method I want to read you today is from page 15 of Judgment Detox. And this is step one, witness your judgment without judgment. When I started to witness how my judgmental nature made me feel, right away I could see my life wasn't flowing. Judgment made me feel weak, sad, and disconnected. It even caused me physical pain. Once I was able to step away from the judgment and witness how it made me feel, I could truly understand how much it was blocking my happiness. In most cases, we don't even realize how judgmental we are. This is partly because we judge ourselves for judgmental behavior. It sounds crazy, but we do it all the time. We can be tempted to criticize ourselves for our judgment or to feel shame for our thoughts or behavior. Instead, when we take an honest inventory, we must honor ourselves for having the willingness to look with love at whatever judgmental choices we've made. The way out of judgment begins when you witness the judgment without more judgment. When we look at our judgment with love, we could begin the healing process. This is such an important message because the other day I was in a heated debate with a very close friend because we have very conflicting views about something quite serious. And every time we speak, it goes into sort of a negative space. We've both agreed to create the boundary that we won't speak about it, but inevitably it keeps coming up. I got off the phone and I was so righteous in my judgment, but that made me feel like crap. That made me feel weak. That made me feel like a fraud. That made me, I sat there thinking, you're the girl who wrote Judgment Detox. What are you doing? How can you be such an a-hole right now? So I went into a lot of self-judgment. And then very quickly, I returned to this step. Witness your judgment without judgment. 
I looked at it and I said, okay, Gabby, you have a lot of moral issues around this conversation. It's really triggering for you. It's personal for you. It's hitting home for you. It's affecting your life. And you have a lot of judgment around it. And that's real. But that judgment's not helping you. It's not helping her. It's not helping the situation or the problem. So witness that judgment without judgment. Let her be in her own story, her own moral issue, her own conversation. Let her be where she needs to be. And accept that this judgment is revealing to you something within yourself that needs to be resolved. And I didn't give up on my moral stance, but I gave up on my judgment of her. And at that point, I realized, okay, Gabby, take care of your side of the street. I sent her a text message and I literally just wrote, all right, looks like we've got very different moral opinions about this. Sorry it came up again. I think we just don't speak about it. And for me, it may not mean that I want to talk to her all the time while I'm still in this place of judgment because it's still there. I'm still witnessing it, still present, but I'm not going to act on it. I'm not going to judge myself for it. I'm not going to put myself in positions when that judgment's going to make me feel low or feel like I'm a fraud or feel like I shouldn't be writing these self-help books. I'm going to do my part to work with that judgment, take it through the six steps of judgment detox and really uh, allow myself to be present with it. You know, sometimes we might have a moral opinion and it's really strong, but judging people who have conflicting ideas doesn't make it go away, doesn't make the situation better. So this is where the judgment part comes in. It's big, it's heavy, and it's very in our face at this time. So the first step, guys, is just to witness your judgment without judgment. Don't judge yourself for it. Just be like, that's it, that's there. Got a moral thing that's up, or I don't agree with that person, or this is triggering to me. And if you feel called to go further with this, you can really take yourself on the journey of judgment detox with the book. It's just the best way to clean up your side of the street, And when you clean up your side of the street, you feel really good about yourself. You don't feel anymore like you are the victim of the world and you don't feel like you're the contributor to the problem. You just really clear the space. And that makes a massive difference in your life when you make that commitment. Gabby. When it comes to getting healthy or setting a weight loss goal, everyone immediately thinks, Well, now I have to cut out bagels or ice cream and just insert your favorite food and think you have to get rid of it. And that doesn't sound like any fun, right? It sounds like it sucks to have to start to cut down or cut back. That's why I love Noom. This app uses a psychology-based approach to help us change our mindset for good. A healthier life doesn't mean sticking to rules about what you can and can't eat. It means having more knowledge to build smarter more sustainable habits. I have become much more mindful about what I eat and why I eat it. And I don't deprive myself of all the things that I love. I just feel less stressed and I feel like I'm even allowing myself to enjoy my food more. And I know it can be so overwhelming to find a way to feel healthier because of all the different equipment, programs, supplements, all the wellness industry stuff that's thrown at us at all times. But Noom makes it easy. The app is simple to use and works with my lifestyle. Noom's cognitive behavior approach focuses on why instead of what to help you change your relationship with food. A healthier life doesn't mean sticking to someone else's strict rules. It means having more knowledge to build smarter, more sustainable habits. 
And everybody's journey is going to look different. Noom believes it's about progress, not perfection, which is a mantra I have held for my entire life. And that's why 75% of Noom users finish the program. Noom has published over 30 peer-reviewed scientific journal articles about the science that goes into their approach to helping people achieve a healthier way of life. All you need is 10 minutes a day. Noom fits into your life on your terms. No grueling early mornings or huge chunks out of your day. Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash Gabby, G-A-B-B-Y. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash G-A-B-B-Y. So, my friends, this is what we're going to tee off this show with today. Witness your judgment without judgment. What does that mean to you? I want to see how it shows up with our listeners and our guests that come on to the show today. And I'll bring it back to that because underneath a lot of our issues is a real underlying root cause of judgment towards ourselves or others. So let's kick off this show today, ready to witness our judgment without judgment. All righty, let's bring in our first guest. Hey, girl. Hi. How you doing? This is crazy. I was not expecting to be in the camera. but it's <laughs> Where are you in the world? I'm in New York. Where are you from? You've got a beautiful accent. I'm from Argentina. Oh, very cool. I love an hour yeah. time. Hello. Hello. I'm Buenos Aires. Very cool. Welcome to the show, baby. Thank you. So this is crazy. I need to tell you this, but I've been listening to Super Attractor. I did the 21-day meditation. I've been following you for a while, but I never get to read before any of your books or anything. So one day I decided to get back to my meditation practice after a couple of years of not meditating. And uh, this was like a bit over a month ago. And I meditated that morning and I said, this is so good. I don't get it why I was not doing it. I want to commit myself to do it every single morning. So since then, the next two mornings I meditated. And after finishing my third day meditation in a row, right after finishing it, I got my phone and was an email from you saying, Join my 21-day meditation challenge starting on Sunday. I do this only once a year. And this was only a Thursday or Friday. I'm psychically following you. (laughs) I was like, what? So I joined. I did the 21-day meditation challenge. I loved it. And then I started listening to Super Attractor. And this morning, I was listening to chapter number nine, talking about appreciation. And then I was with my phone and it's my first time joining the show. And you started talking about appreciation. And I was like, this is crazy. So I said, today I'm going to join. So I started with this. I was like, I'm going to go to that website because I have some time and I'm going to raise my hand and I'm going to be the one there. What you're noticing is the magnificent synchronicity of the universe that is available to us at all times. And it actually is our natural order. It is natural. Of course, in miracles says miracles are natural. But when we are not experiencing miracles, the Course says something has gone wrong. So Mm -hmm. miracles are natural. The synchronicity of meditating three days in a row, what happened was you started cultivating an energy of the super attractor energy. You started dwelling in that energy, which is who you are. 
And so then when you get into that energetic state, what you think is what you will receive. Very quickly, you got the message to join the 21-day challenge. You just got through the 21-day challenge. You're super revved up. And now you're a super attractor. You're in a very magnetic state. So the number one thing is that you don't stop now. Keep going. You know, when okay, things get good, when things get good, people want to just like, you know, bail. Don't bail, baby. Okay. Number one. So when your practice gets great, work it more. And then number two, don't look at all these things like, wow, can you believe it? Look at it like, yes, of course, obviously. When things happen in my life, last week I got an email from my agent saying, let's talk about another show idea. And then the same week, one of my very dear friends who I would dream of doing something with said, let's do something together. Like these all happen in like the same day, right? And I just look at it and I'm like, of course, the universe is guiding me. I'm being directed. I'm being shown where to go and what to do. And so when you live, the purpose of the book, Super Attractor, that you're listening to right now is when you live in that energy of appreciation and joy and abundance and that magnetic force, even if shit's going down, even if you're having a bad day, you can still be leaning into that force of power within yourself. Then life becomes extraordinarily magnetic. Right. Right. Yes. I I always say that I don't believe in like just a coincidence. I believe more in synchronicity. Even I say that always there is a part of me that is still like, wow, you know, and you can see that. <laughs> so the wow is cute. And I'm proud of the wow because you're excited about it. And I want you to celebrate the manifestations. But my hope is that you get to a place where you say, obviously, because the more you practice these principles, the more miraculous your life becomes and the more Mm -hmm. in sync and in flow everything is, even when things are difficult. It really doesn't mean that nothing bad happens to you. There's so much happening in the world, but it's how do we perceive what's happening? Mm -hmm. What is the lens that we show up to our life with? Are we showing up with the lens of drama and fear and chaos? Or are we showing up with the lens of a miracle mindset? with the lens of appreciation, the lens of gratitude, the lens of miraculous thinking, the lens of possibility, the lens of creative ideas, the lens of, well, what could this be instead? That vibe and that attitude is a muscle that must be built up. And when you build up that muscle, it's so strong that it's there for you when the shit hits the fan. So being a miracle worker, living a miraculous life, being a super attractor, does not mean that everything is working out all the time, but it means that you have the spiritual foundation, the miracle mindset muscle to embrace whatever comes at you with a state of groundedness, appreciation, acceptance, and possibility. Got me? Got you. Yes. It's, it's so right. At the moment, I'm working on shifting, you know, some, how would I say this? A mindset. Really, you know, interesting to think about appreciation in a different way, like focusing the positive things for the bad things, just like, you know, be thankful because they are giving you a learning, but that's it. Don't don't obsess about it. Right. We can even look at the difficult things in our life with appreciation. So it's not that we don't want to sometimes look at what's bad because we have to look at what's bad to know what we actually do want. You have to know what you don't want to know what you do want. And when we look at the things that have gone wrong or, you know, whatever it is, but we look at it as a learning device, or as I say in the universe has your back as a spiritual assignment for personal growth and deeper meaning, then it's no longer a bad thing. It's just a opportunity to get stronger with the 
way that we really want to be. And that goes for life lessons and also work experiences. If something goes wrong with my team at our job, we look at the problem through the lens of, okay, cool. This is showing us something that we want to do differently rather than let's focus on the problem. Let's focus on the problem. So I really appreciate what you're saying because you're identifying that problem seeking, right? That fault finding attitude is so low vibe and you want to be in a solution seeking vibration, which is very super attractor. And I think that simple adjustment can radically change how a business is run. It can radically change how a life is lived. It can radically change how a marriage is in communication. It can radically change how you teach your children to be resilient. You know, when my kid's upset, instead of saying, stop being upset or what's wrong with you, I say, beautiful. You're showing me you have big emotions. There's something that needs to come through. I'm so happy you can fully express this. So seeking solutions rather than problems. Right. It's about helping people with their image and more from a holistic perspective. I truly believe that, you know, I want to help people to change their minds about that your image is just about fashion, you know, and looking fashionable. But there is more about, it's more about how you feel and how you want to be perceived by yourself and by the world and the places you are going to. So more from a deeper level perspective. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm really not sure if overthinking or, or if my thinking is, you know, on point, but it's taking me some time to come up with an idea where I can communicate this like in the right way. And this is maybe when my perfection is, is getting in the way. I'm going to stop you. It? I already and see you going in circles. You, you, it's okay. It's okay. You have a lot of ideas you're really excited about and you're really passionate about it. That's really all that matters. Okay. Your perfectionist that you've identified is definitely going to try to, you know, be in the way or, you know, be like, you're not doing it right. The key to taking a leap in your career and going out and doing something that's beyond your comfort zone is to have the willingness to be imperfect. Truly, the only way I've been able to write nine books in 11 years is because I'm just so willing to be imperfect. I'm willing to just take it, take a shot and let, you know, let feedback be feedback and just go for it, right? So if I was trying to be perfect, I never would have written a single book because I had no literary background. I couldn't even write a sentence when I first started writing. So you have to have the willingness to be imperfect. And that's the message for you today. I have a resource for you too. Go to deargabby.com forward slash purpose. I did a free training on purpose and abundance and gonna rock your world. It's exactly for you. It's for the people that want to be spiritual entrepreneurs, folks that want to go out and do work in the world that's elevating and also abundant for themselves and for others. Deargabby.com forward slash purpose. It's free. Go take it. And I want to make sure that is of a high value to you, Lolly. I'll take it today. Thank you so, so much. I'm so happy we, we had this conversation. Go, girl. Keep it up. Peace. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Have you been worried or stressed out about something lately? I'm sure everyone is just raising their hand saying, yep. Perhaps there's something that's interfering with your happiness, maybe preventing you from achieving a goal, or maybe you just need someone to talk to about an issue that's bothering you. Let's face it, we've all got a lot going on right now, and we need help. So as you hear me say again and again on this show, therapy saved my life and continues to. I've been very forthcoming and open with you guys about some of the personal things I've been through, and 
some of the most recent personal grief moments that I've had to face. And without my therapist by my side, I genuinely don't know what I would have done. And that's why I'm a huge, huge supporter of BetterHelp. BetterHelp will match you with your own licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions or send a private message to your counselor at any time. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect in the most safe and private online environment. So there's no need to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. You can literally see a therapist right in the comfort of your own home. It's so convenient that you can start communicating with somebody in under 48 hours. They have licensed counselors who are specialized for depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, LGBTQ matters, self-esteem, and so much more. And this is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And best of all, BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. It's convenient and anything you share is confidential. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash deargabby. Join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Dear Gabby, D-E-A-R-G-A-B-B-Y. Bombast mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever. So this holiday, when you gift Bombast to someone on your list, you're also giving them to someone in need. It's a give-give. What's better than that? Bombast designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the clothes you can't wait to put on every single day. I love everything they make. Their socks, their shirts, their everything so soft and it's tagless, which I love. They're made from super soft materials like merino wool, pima cotton, and even cashmere, which makes them the perfect cozy winter layer. Their socks are seriously amazing. They come in performance styles for every sport and holiday styles for when you're feeling very festive. I also live in the Bombast t-shirts. They are so soft, the perfect weight, so they hang just right. And finding that perfect t-shirt is just everything. Bombas are the coziest gifts for everyone on your list. And thanks to their festive gift boxes, you don't even have to wrap them, which is big for me because I'm not the best wrapper. All you have to do is give. Socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters in that order. That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. Bombas are made to be the perfect gift and made to give back to those in need. Great for everyone on your list. So have fun giving. Go to bombast.com slash Gabby and get 20% off any purchase during the big holiday sale. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash G-A-B-B-Y for 20% off. B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash G-A-B-B-Y. Who's next, Lindsay? Oh, hello. Hi. What's your name? Hi. Emily. Hi, Emily. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, sweetheart. I'm good. Okay, so I want to quick, Gabby, like I've been following you for a long time and I did your manifesting challenge last year in 2020 and it was incredible. And I follow your practices and like the things that have happened in my life are unbelievable, which just like makes me like want to lean into the universe so much. I can't believe the things that have been happening for me. But I do notice one thing that's coming up for me right now that I I just constantly have to kind of um, like, I choose peace instead of this. I choose peace instead of this. Is this um, ex-partner that I had a time in my life when I wasn't feeling very good about myself. I was still kind of healing some trauma wounds. So maybe was putting up with things that 
weren't that good because I didn't feel like I was worthy of anything better. But this is a, was one last thing that um not one last thing, but that I just feel like is I just need to kind of uh, heal or get over with. We're going to court. We own this property together. And I have this anxiety because he lies a lot and was, I guess that's when I learned the term gaslighting when I was working with my counselor. But I have this fear of our court that we're going together and that he, that it's not going to go well. And I just get stuck in the worst case scenario. And I, I'm having trouble letting go of it and just um, trusting in the universe that it will work out. I've manifested being in school. I've been in school totally paid for the last two semesters and I'm, I manifested this amazing partner and I don't want to be too stressed about this or carry this stress about court and this past ex. Um, it wasn't a good relationship. So when I have to like go to court and talk about it, I I'm keep looking into the past and remembering all these, um, these really not good memories. And I just kind of really want to have peace with it and just imagine like it all working out for the highest good for everybody and it just being over, but it's not over yet. And I can't seem to get out of the fear. A question. So first of all, Emily, you are definitely a super attractor. You attracted full pay for school. You attracted this new partner. You're really in alignment and that's excellent. And I just want to celebrate you for your commitment and you're doing the manifesting challenge and it's excellent. I'm just so proud of you. I just want you to really take that in and just acknowledge just what beautiful work you're doing. Your awareness of the low vibration of this guy and the court case and you're leaning into the fear is excellent, okay? I just want to celebrate it. You're witnessing the judgment, right? You're witnessing the ego. You're witnessing the fear. Witness it without judgment, sweetheart. Just look at it and be like, yeah, Emily, of course I would be messed up about this. This guy, you know, was a thing and it was a tough thing. And feel that right now, sweetheart. So I see you're crying and I want you to place your right hand on your heart and your left hand on your belly with me right now and just take a very deep breath and just give yourself full permission in this moment to be with what is right now. Okay, my love? And I just want to help you in this moment transform some of the fear around this, okay? Would you be open to tapping a little bit with me, doing a little emotional freedom technique? Okay. If you could just tap right now, sweetheart, on that gamut point, which is the point between your pinky finger and your ring finger, and just tap right there, okay? Just, just breathe and tap. And just repeat after me as we breathe and tap. Oh, I got some big feelings coming up. Just repeat that after me. I got some big feelings coming up. And that's awesome. And that's awesome. It's really awesome. It's really awesome. I'm allowed to have these big feelings. I'm allowed to have these big feelings. It's totally safe to have these big feelings. It's totally safe to have these big feelings. Okay, and just take a deep breath into that. And just keep tapping with me, and I'm just going to talk to you and just remind you of what you know to be true within yourself. Okay, sweetheart, and keep breathing deeply. And just listen to me when I speak to you as we tap, okay? I just want you to honor and acknowledge that some big stuff is coming up and that's okay. And try not to resist it anymore. Just give yourself permission to just be in the acceptance of what is. And the more that you relax into the presence of what is instead of resisting it, the sooner you can move through it. What we resist will persist. 
So when we allow ourselves to just tap on the feelings and be present in the moment and not judge it, you know, you were saying, I want to find peace instead of this. Well, maybe you can't in this moment right now. You're having a hard moment. It's okay. That's okay. Let's celebrate where you're at right now. Just like I would teach my son, my two and a half year old. Good feelings, baby. Good, big feelings. We want to move so quickly past our feelings, but resilience The key to resilience is to allow ourselves to be present with what we're feeling so that we can come out the other side, okay? And you may have moments throughout your day where you're just in these big feelings. You can tap through them and breathe into them. And then in a few minutes, you'll feel better and go back into your super attractor power. You know, you know, I like to focus on comeback rate, right? Not on all the, the, you know, oh, I can never feel bad. Fuck that, man. (laughs) Let ourselves feel bad. Be in the presence of what is, okay? So just repeat that after me. I'm cool with where I'm at right now. I'm cool with where I'm at right now. I'm totally safe 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 right now. Take a deep breath in and feel that. I want to say another deep breath in. Just be present with that. I can feel anything I need to feel. Anything I need to feel. I give myself full permission to feel whatever I need to feel. I give myself full permission to feel whatever I need to feel. And that's what makes me a super attractor. That will make me a super attractor. Okay, deep breath. Let that go, Emily. And just once again, place your right hand on your heart and your left hand on your belly and just be present with what's up. Just be in your body, okay? I want you to just um, smack your thighs a little bit, tap your shoulders, just get yourself back into your body. Just feel the presence of your body. Rub your hands, rub the palms of your hands together. Just get yourself super grounded in this moment. And I just want to check in with you now, you know, from a scale of zero to 10, 10 being the highest, where are you at with this issue that's, that's up for you? Where are you at in this moment? It just kind of feels a little disappeared. Like I kind of just feel like a two or a three. I just kind of feel calm again. Yeah. I notice like when I think about it, I just kind of go up and down and I get so scared and then do the worst case scenario and then feel the feelings of the worst case scenario as though they're happening right now. Totally. Our mind is very powerful and we want to just be conscious of what we give momentum to, right? So if you allow yourself to be okay with the fear and not resist the fear and just be curious and compassionate about that fear, it can dissolve rather than take charge. So I want you to use that tool of tapping on that gamut point and just, you know, for a minute, two minutes, just feel into the fear and just tell yourself, Emily, it's totally cool. Feel that feeling. It's scary. You're triggered. You know, I want you to speak to yourself the way I was just speaking to you. Okay. Because the voice that I was speaking to you with is the voice of your higher self. That voice of just loving, compassionate, caring, curious, just holding you in all the truth of who you are. So if you can just, in that moment, just just channel my voice. Just be like, yeah, Emily, doing the best you can, baby. Doing a great job where we're at. And if you can do that, sweetheart, all throughout the day, 
whenever you get triggered. And then you have a few minutes and you move through it. And then you feel good again. And then just celebrate feeling good again. If something activates you, go back into that tapping and just breathe into it, come out of it. It's not about being happy all the time. It's about the resilience. How quickly can we come back to our center? And sometimes it might not be within a few minutes. Maybe it's within a few hours or a few days. It doesn't matter. Whatever it takes. But you have these practices, these tools. You have Dear Gabby. There's countless practices and methods that I've shared on the show. You are hooked up. So just keep returning to the practices. And the message for today, don't witness your judgment without judgment. You know, I think that the biggest contributor to your suffering right now is that you're judging yourself for being afraid. And I'm trying to tell you right now in this moment, you have nothing to judge. Your feelings are beautiful. Your emotions are beautiful. They all have a voice. They all have a purpose. They all have a place in this conversation. And if you let them become part of the dialogue and you become present with them, they don't have to take over. Okay? Okay. Really nice work, Emily. So glad I got you on today. Thank you, Gabby. I needed some help because I was so scared of being scared. There you go. I was so scared of being scared. Girl. When people have anxiety attacks, it's usually because they're afraid of the anxiety attack. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's not the anxiety attack that's giving them the anxiety. It's the, it's the anxiety about the anxiety attack. So your fear of being fearful has been running the show. But if you just are like, you know, screw it. Sometimes I'm going to be scared. And, I'm just, and I have a tool now that I can use with it and I can be present with it and I can feel it. If I feel it, it can move through me. I don't have to push it away. That's beautiful. It's a really healing. And the other thing I really want to identify here is that the more you work with this fear and be the non-judgmental witness of this fear, the more grace you will experience with this experience. So it's not that our experiences change. It's not like the court order doesn't just disappear. It's that you experience it differently. That's the miracle isn't just that like he disappears because that wouldn't actually be a learning opportunity. The miracle is that you learn how to be resilient and experience it differently. Okay. So let's say thank you to this situation for being a tremendous spiritual assignment and an opportunity for transformational growth. Yes. Go, girl. If things were good all the time, we would have nothing to work with. <laughs> I'd be out of a job. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Of course, I want things to be good for people as often as possible. But the thing is that there's something so miraculous about getting into the depths of who we are and learning ourselves and learning to love ourselves and soothe ourselves and care for ourselves. It's the most gorgeous relationship we could ever develop. And that path to get there is miraculous. And let's have fun along the way. We can be going through tough stuff and still have fun along the way. Yeah, I think it was a podcast I was listening to yesterday of yours where like it was something like where spiritual growth, like or it was like um, something happens, it like something not good happens, it like gives the opportunity to turn back to peace and like have that opportunity for spiritual growth. It's not meant to be seen as a problem. It's about let's seeking solutions, just like we said to our last guest, seeking solutions rather than problems. When we're in that solution-seeking mentality, that's when we have the opportunity for internal growth. 
And the more we grow internally, the easier life becomes, the more joyful life becomes. And so we can be thankful for the things that cause us harm because they're revealing to us what needs to be healed. Yes. Thank you so much, Gabby. Go girl. You're gorgeous. Okay, so thank pleasant. you. Goodbye, sweetheart. What a nice one. Woo! Emily. Wow. What a nice one. That was really heart opening for me. Have you guys ever tried Array? If you're not familiar, I'm excited to introduce you. Array creates targeted natural supplements to help women feel the best so they can be their best through targeted products, which are 100% natural, filler-free, organic, and are naturopathic doctor approved. With accurate dosing, Array's alchemy capsules solve everyday problems that women constantly deal with. You know what I mean, ladies bloat, anxiety, etc. The stuff that comes up at every girl's brunch. And it really does. This is the wellness product for the women who have a lot on their plate, but just don't want to compromise on how they feel. And the bloat capsules are versatile because they can be taken anytime, whether you had a plant-based meal or a pasta or pizza, whatever. It optimizes digestion with the use of five herbs and fruit-based digestive enzymes, and it's completely laxative-free, so you don't go running to the bathroom. You just take two to three bloat capsules immediately after your meal, and the best part, all of their products work in under an hour, so you actually feel the results. Array has helped me reduce heartburn. It's helped me with bloating. It's just a lifesaver. And what I love most is that the ingredient list is so beautiful. Array's formula is, as they put it, potent ingredients and nothing else. There are things like ginger root for digestion, lemon balm for gas, dandelion root for liver health, you just name it. And Array's products are super chic, so they just look great in your beauty shelf or you're in your bag. And guys, they have a new bloat latte, which tastes like a delicious cinnamony latte. While you get these benefits of these bloating formulas, you also get this delicious yummy drink. So go to Array.com and use the code Gabby at checkout for 10% off one-time purchase or 25% off the first month on subscription. Go to A-R-R-A-E.com and use the code G-A-B-B-Y at checkout for 10% off your one-time purchase or 25% off the first month on your subscription. Let's take one more, Lens. Yo, Justin, we got a driver. We got a driver, Justin. I'm- I'm parked. Don't worry. You know how I feel about you drivers. I don't want to be liable. (laughs) Dustin, how are you, sweetheart? I'm so happy to see you and hear you. Hello. Nice to meet you. I'm doing well. Thank you for all that you do. And I think, you know, I've read, I think I read all your, your books now and I've done the meditation challenges and the way you present this information is very accessible and I'm able to diffuse it and pass it on to people in my life that I, you know, care about. So I feel like collectively all doing the work together. That's the goal. It's, you know, you ignite that spark in one person and then that person can ignite the spark in another person. And then we ignite the spark in the next person. And that really truly from a spiritual perspective is the solution to the human condition, right? That all of the, the dramas in this world can be resolved when we wake up. And so yep. when one person wakes up to that light within themselves, they ignite that in someone else. And so I just want to acknowledge you for your miracle worker mentality. Good work. Thank you. And I think it's appropriate to talk to you today based on the way you started off with reading from uh, the book, because I think my question is about the stories we kind of tell ourselves. I've been doing a lot of work internally on 
trying to acknowledge that from for me. I'm a creative person. I'm a writer. That's my passion. And I've been in creative partnerships that have not been so great for one reason or another, and I'm learning to acknowledge them. And recently, my closest friend and I have sort of also collectively decided to write together. I feel very aligned and grateful for, and we're headed towards some hopeful new steps in growth. And then some of her life as of recent has become like a tornado, I guess, like a lot of stuff, right? New job, new pet, relationship, so on and so forth. And I struggle with, because of my past experiences, wanting to be supportive as the friend and then the expectations from the partner. Yeah. I have trouble feeling what is appropriate and what, what I just need to own myself and what I need to do to help move both of us along in a, you know, a gracious way and not bring past experiences into it, if that makes sense. Sure, sure, sure. So you've creatively collaborated with other people before. And in those creative collaborations, you've felt like they've kind of fallen apart in different ways. Is that correct? Is that, I'm just spoiling this down a little bit. And now you're in this new creative collaboration and she's going through some personal stuff and that's obviously going to be affecting the creative work. And that's where you're at, right? And you're worried about that becoming a problem. What I would advise is in order to be in a creative space, Justin, it doesn't mean that everything has to be going well in our life, but we want to be a clear vessel to receive. And so Mm -hmm. if her stuff is up at this time, it could be in some ways interfering with your creative flow. Okay. Are you on a deadline for a project or is this sort of a wide open ended thing? There's no, we have a a couple of meetings coming up in October to help us sort of shape what we have and and move forward. So there's a deadline in that. But in terms of like a firm deadline, no, I would not want it to be everlasting because I feel like this has been my journey for a long time. I think both of us are ready for what's the next step that'll help move us forward. But to answer your question, there's, I guess there's a little bit more of, you know, wiggle room in terms of deadline. Okay, cool. So if there isn't some specific contract signed or a deadline in front of you, it may be worth it to create a boundary with her that just says, hey, why don't you take some space to do you for a little while and then give yourself permission to maybe work on your side of this or to work on something different. because pushing a creative endeavor, particularly when one partner is not in the alignment that you were in, can lead to some funky stuff, right? So if you don't have any time pressure or specific needs to hit a deadline, I would let her off the hook for a little while so she can work out her stuff. Be clear, have boundaries, no judgment, just free-flowing, straight talk. Hey, sister, noticing you got some stuff around. How would a month be to take off? Because that month of her working on herself could give you the freedom to then get so much more done in the following month than you otherwise would have if you were trying to force it now. Some of this is about creating boundaries for yourself and for her. And that's necessary when you're in creative co-creation with another person. 
because it's tough, right? Like I've always sort of been in my own creative silo. That's like really easy, right? I just write when I want to write. I, you know, speak when I want to speak. I don't have to be like pushed or forced into things or wait for somebody else to rise to the occasion. I also am getting the hit to tell you that you have the ability to write on your own. I don't know why that's a very strong nudge I am getting, but what I'm seeing psychically is almost like a cord being cut, like a scissor cutting a tie, this sort of like, and then you being set free. That there's a belief system that you need somebody else to be working with you and that's not necessary. And so the vision I'm seeing is you cutting cutting this rope or cutting this tie and then you're setting yourself free. And then all I see is just like your hands just going, 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 going. Because the being tethered to the other has been actually holding you back. Does that resonate with you? Because I'm not, this is just what I'm hearing intuitively. Yeah, no, it, it, it does. And I think, you know, I, I love collaboration for the vulnerability and for the shared, you know, experience and like I I feel with her it's the closest I've found to an aligned voice and whatever like so I'm I want to honor that I don't want to push it away but it does also trigger those past traumas and so I start to control I think that's because I'm so afraid of what I want being derailed by an alternative. So, but I'm trying to fight against that because I don't want to impose that on not only her, but just in general. So, so what I'm hearing yes, is, it, it um, does resonate. What I'm hearing, Justin, is yes and. So, the collaboration is important, not just because of the creative possibility, but also for your own personal growth, because she's triggering something within you that needs to be healed and you have the tools to begin to heal it and work on it. Fine, great, let's accept that give her the month boundary, do whatever you got to do, keep learning the lessons. But there's a massive but. There is a room and a space and a creative opportunity for you to open up your own private creative capacity to do work that you're here to do. I have a strong sense that there's going to be a very free flow of a channel coming through you, just deep, deep writing when you give yourself permission to go on your own. So it's not one or the other, it's yes and. And when you, if you do end up taking a little break with her because of her own personal stuff and you give, let her off the hook and you cut the tie, that may be where you just go on your journey to do some free flow and see what comes through you. But the message for you is that there's learning with the collaboration that's more personal. And then there's a creative force coming through that's more individual for you to experiment, to explore, to just dive into. Don't judge it. Don't create any boundaries around it. Just let it be completely free flowing and let it come through. It's really like, I literally see just fingers typing. I see just like so much energy coming through you. I see you feeling so untethered and just free, but they're not saying deny the opportunity for growth because people are your assignments. You have the wounds and the traumas that you're referring to go way the fuck back, man, right? They go way back. They're not just about partnerships. They're about childhood. They're about, you know, you looking at me like, you know what I'm talking about. So don't ignore that. Don't ignore that. Show up for the assignments. Do you have a copy of The Universe Has Your Back? I'm going to send it to you. I have an audio book. You have it. Go back to the chapter on spiritual assignments, right? And universal assignments that the relationships in your life, I want you to practice those steps of that chapter like a full-time job because these collaborations are your spiritual assignments to heal the root cause condition of feeling 
abandoned or feeling, you know, disrupted or feeling there's a lot of feelings in there that you're going to describe for yourself. That is right. a spiritual opportunity. There's a creative opportunity over here on the right for you to do some massive creative work on your own. So creating the boundary with her right now could really give you the possibility for that. It's it, This isn't me speaking to you, sweetheart. This is your guides coming through. It's really loud. No, it, it definitely, I get goosebumps resonating. I, and it's also the, it's the fear of that, right? It's the fear of going off alone. Hear me out. Ready? If you feel joy, tingles in your body, inspiration in your heart, when you're writing, you cannot fail. You cannot fail because that inspired joy that moves through you onto the page has the power to inspire others. Doesn't matter who picks it up. It doesn't matter who buys it. It doesn't matter. Any of that doesn't matter. All that matters is that you allow yourself to be a vessel for joy. Every single word I've ever written in my life has come through that intention. And I know that it cannot fail because if my energy and my intention is to feel good, then that will help the reader feel good too. You cannot fail. You got me, baby? Yeah. Yeah, I understand. So you have a twofold path now. Show up for the assignments or they'll keep showing up for you. And go write in a free-flowing way without any expectation for fun. Write for fun. Write for joy. Write for collaboration with spirit. That's the other thing you're not hearing, sweetie, is that, yep. that you need a collaborator. Ooh, this is really big now. You think you need a collaborator, but you've forgotten the true source of collaboration that's always with you. I don't write my books. I write my books in collaboration with a massive amount of entities and spirit guides that write through me. Guides like yep. my late mentor, Dr. Wayne Dyer. Guides that are never in the human form. Louise Hay writes through me. I let these voices move through me. I know when they're there. I can sense their presence. You have collaborators around you at all times. You have to welcome them in. Say a prayer before you write. Let it in. Yeah. Woo. Okay. <laughs> the woo is right. You this feel is, it. Okay. Yeah. I am not I, I am not alone in, in extending this message to you. The guides are knocking on the window of your car. <laughs> they do that. We have they do. work to do, bro. Let's go. Well, I appreciate that. I, I have a I feel like I have some clarity and, and some unexpected. Well, expect and unexpected too. Okay, this is an assignment. They want you to go home today, Justin, and sit yep. down at your computer and at the top of the page, write, thank you, guidance of the highest truth and compassion for writing through me. And then just write, just free, free write. Can you do that? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm do getting you, emotional you, at the end here, but yes. Because you, you're yes, emotional because you know, you feel their connection, okay? Okay, sweetheart, this has been so fun. Your guys are so pushy. They are ready to write. They're super creative. They're like, stop thinking it's out there. It's in here. Come back to us, okay? You know, one of my favorite lines from A Course in Miracles, if you knew who walked beside you on the path that you have chosen, fear would be impossible. Mm. Wel welcome the guides that are walking beside you because you'll never feel alone in your process again. Thank you. Bless you, sweetheart. Good job. Thank you so much. So glad we got you on today. Thank you, Justin. Wow, guys. What a show today. I'm just so excited about Dear Gabby. You guys bring it every time. What a gorgeous show. 
I'm going to close with a prayer of appreciation for all of you for all that is. Let's just hold this prayer together. As long as you're not driving, close your eyes, place your right hand on your heart, your left hand on your belly, take a deep breath in and let it go. In this moment, we thank all of the guidance and inner wisdom that brought us to this show today. We thank the miraculous source of spirit within us and around us that created the opportunity for us to hear these messages, that created the opportunity for us to gather worldwide through this medium. We make the commitment as a community today to focus on what's working, to focus on what's thriving, to focus on what we appreciate and what we find joy in. We allow ourselves to be fully present in all of our feelings, emotions, judgments, and attack thoughts, and to allow them to be what they need to be so that they can move through. We witness our judgment without judgment. Appreciation is our mantra. Appreciating what we do have so that we can create more of what we want. Thank you for being part of this show. Deep breath in. Open your eyes when you let that exhale out. Deep breath in. Release and open your eyes. Thank you for being part of this community. I love you guys. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to miracles. I'm really proud of you. If you want to get more Gabby, tune in every Monday for a new episode. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the guidance or special bonus episodes. Your experience of this show means a lot to me. So I really want to welcome you to leave an honest review. And you can follow me on social media at Gabby Bernstein. And if you want to get in on the action, sign up for a chance to be Dear Gabby live at DearGabby.com. See you next week. Gabby. Gabby.